just a bloke in a bar. Good afternoon and welcome to the Captain's Run. I've got the great Cameron Smith, mate. As always, my week gets better. I mean, I'm in the, <laughs> the depths of despair on Monday. I get a bit better on Tuesday and then when I see your beautiful face, it just flies me into the weekend. How you been, buddy? <laughs> I'm going all right, Kempy. Going all right, mate. It's, we're getting closer. We're only a fortnight away from the finals, mate. I'm firing up a little bit, but um, great to be on here with you again, great man. <laughs> oh, mate. How you been? How you been going, mate? Mate, I tell you what, finals footy, at the start of the – no, mm-hmm. midway through the year, I was kind of not – I wasn't nervous about finals footy, but I was like, you know what? It's really just Penrith and the Storm. So is the final yep. series going to be that interesting? I think we can be dispelled of that worry now that we've seen Manly – Rabbitohs controlled the game for maybe 60 minutes and then, mm-hmm. you know, they blew out the end. What mm-hmm. about yourself? Do you feel similar when it comes to more people in the race for the premiership? Yeah, I do. I, I still feel Penrith and, and the Storm are clear standouts. Mm. Uh, but, you know, those teams you mentioned, the Rabbitohs, Manly, if they are at their very best, they'll compete with those two sides. There's no doubt about that. And mm. uh, we've seen, you know, in, in past final series, all you need is a little bit of luck to mm. go your way. Like you look at, I look back to, you know, 2017, the Cowboys, they thought they were gone yes. in, the, in the final round of the premiership, right? They, they, they played, I think, early in the weekend, went to the pub to have some beers, and then all of a sudden found out, you know, through results that they'd made the finals. Mm. They ended up making the grand final against the Melbourne Storm from eighth position. Incredible. And they, and they beat some really good footy sides along the way. I think they beat Cronulla and they beat the Roosters, who were standout teams mm. in that competition. So you, you just don't know when it comes to the final series, a little luck goes your way, a bounce of the ball, a couple of calls here and there, you know, some really strong performances by some individuals. You just don't know. But at this stage, you know, the clear standouts are Melbourne and Penrith. Mate, you know what the 2017 Cowboys run reminds me of is the weeks mm. I met my missus. Everyone counted me out. <laughs> a lot of big dogs that were ahead of me. But I hung in there, mate. I hung in there and I got her. Persevered. I, I persevered and I got her now. <laughs> on to well ex- done. <laughs> on to expansion chat. Now, first, first question. Yes. Do you think the NRL should expand and can it expand? Well, you know, the hot topic this year, Kempi, has been about, you know, the quality of the competition, um, you know, some of the rosters across the NRL mm. um, uh, that they've been found to be a little bit skinny. Um, so when you're thinking about talent, is there enough talent to be spread across the competition? You know, may possibly not right now. Possibly not right now because, you know, We've been talking about, you know, the situation of the Bulldogs and the West Tigers and, you know, what's happening with recruitment and rosters. Well, you know, you've got great rosters at a handful of clubs and then other rosters are quite skinny. Can we afford to spread what we currently have across another team of, of 40 players? Mm. That's my only concern. Yep. That's my only concern. Does it, does it, does it help, you know, bring in a few more broadcast dollars and, and other, you know, avenues of, of, of revenue? Yes, it does. But at the cost of the quality of the competition, I don't know. That's what, you know, Peter Vlandes and um, Andrew Abdo need to weigh up. You know, quality of the competition compared to, you know, bringing in new revenue, I just don't know. It's interesting. Would you consider, like, let's say you're Vlandes and you're trying to put this together, Mm. you basically need to give this every chance of success. So 
Yeah. Uh, now, again, the, the people that, the, sorry, the clubs that are looking to expand, um, you know, yes. we've got the Firehawks, we've got Redcliffe Dolphins, we've got the Ipswich Jets. They seem Jets. to be the guys, the you know, at the forefront of it. But if you yep. have Landys, are you basically saying any club that expands has to have Wayne Bennett because he's really the only one that gives it a fair chance to go okay and recruit? Oh, well, you know, there's quality coaches out there other than Wayne Bennett. Mm. Um, but, you know, he knows... He knows the region. He knows Southeast Queensland. He he was the um, inaugural coach of the Broncos when they started up. So he, he understands how to get a, a franchise up and running. Mm. Um, you know, he was there in '88 when the Broncos started, and they become a powerhouse very early on. Like they won a premiership in '92, mm. um, only four years after they come into the competition. So, um, you know, he, he at the same time he had a lot of great players at his disposal um, through that era. Mm. Um, you know, including one of the greatest ever, if not the greatest ever, Wally Lewis. But that's that's what I'm talking about now, Kempi, is do we have that quality available to these um, aspiring teams to, to come in with the, with a new bid? Um, I'm not too sure. I think if we're going to expand, we need to start also investing in grassroots. Mm. We really do, mate. We, yep. we have to. And, and we've got to stop relying on... You know, just thinking, oh, league's, league's the number one sport in, in this region of Queensland or New South Wales or wherever it is in, in the part of Australia and, and just ignore it, you know, particularly the, the country or the regional areas. We're like, we need to start investing money into, you know, the junior development so we continue to have a quality competition, mm. you know, inviting these young people into our game to play our sport so we can have a strong competition year in, year out. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are, mate, on on you know the the three bids and and where you think if we do have an expansion club, where it should be. Yeah, mate, it's such a tough call because there's so many moving parts. You know, there's trying to build up loyalty from people in Brisbane. So, mm. you know, what what weighs the most on the what's the most important thing? Do you want to get a fan base? Okay, try yeah. to get. You want it in Brisbane, but you want it yeah. as far away as possible, or. Do you want to? Yeah, there's just, oh, mate, there's so many moving parts, and I agree with you. When it comes to talent, when mm. you look at these bottom team, you know, this even Brisbane right now, like Brisbane's at the yeah. bottom of the table, and we yeah, have some of the right. best, some of the best young talent. I'm quotation marks. People are listening. Um, <laughs> you know, a few years ago, we were apparently yeah. had the next best foot, uh, foot, uh, front row, and the next best. We do have Haas, mm. obviously, but we were touted as this powerhouse about to explode. And yep. we exploded, all right, right to the bottom of the table. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, mate. Like the people were talking about this team being like premiership contenders. Yep. Only what two or three years ago, and and all of a sudden they go to the bottom of the ladder. They picked up the wooden spoon last year. Now they're sitting what fourteenth. Yep. And 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 struggling to be even even in contention for finals in the top eight system. So and and I agree with you about you know <clears throat> the loyalties and and trying to minimise the impact it has on, on current teams um, in the competition and members and fans of those teams. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think at the end of the day, what, what will be a major factor will be the financial situation of these, um, these three bids. Now, we know that um, both Redcliffe and the Firehawks are, are cashed up, particularly Redcliffe. Mm. They've already got a, a, a ready-made stadium up there um, on the peninsula. Yeah, we're seeing NRL matches being played there right now. Mm. So they're ready to go. Yep. The Firehawks, um, 
who was bred out of the the East Brisbane um, club, yeah, they they're financially stable as well with a great league club and and pokies and whatnot. Um, but you you must say that when you look at the Ipswich Jets and that that western corridor of southeast Queensland, that is where that is a huge talent pool mm. for rugby league out there. Oh, absolutely! At like you know, Alfie, the Walters brothers, they they I think actually their juniors have got about sixteen thousand, whereas Brisbane has mm. about eleven thousand in the juniors. I want to I want to pitch something to you, Smithy. Imagine I'm going right. to imagine your Vlandys. Imagine your Vlandys. <laughs> now Vlandys or Smithy? Yes. How about instead of <laughs> a new club? How about instead of a new club, we mm. take the same money we were going to pump into that, but we pump yes. it into Q Cup and New South Wales Cup and raise the standard of the systems that we can. We, so we build a stronger yep. foundation for the next five years, and then yes. we expand. Thoughts? Let, I agree. Let's do it. Yes. That, 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 and that's what I was. That's what I was. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned just before about if we want to expand, we we need to we need to go back to grassroots and start investing back to grassroots level, and maybe not. Let's not rush into this expansion. Mm. Like they're talking about bringing a new team in in twenty three. Yeah, possibly yeah. twenty three wow. or twenty four. Like that's only a couple of years away. Mm. Let's let's look let's look longer term and plan for the. Like I'm not saying that you know Peter Valendis and Andrew Abdo haven't planned this. They're, yeah. they're very good businessmen. They know what they're doing. But what I'm saying is, let's start getting back into the grassroots footy to develop, you know, strong rosters throughout the entire competition, mm. so that you know, so we're not talking about what the topics that we spoke about right off the top of this show, mm. who is going to, who is going to compete with Melbourne and Penrith? Like, let's not have these conversations in the future. Mm. So we're talking about like, we're going into the last two weeks of this competition. I'd rather have, be having conversations like who's going to, we don't know who's going to finish in the top four. Yep. The minor premiership, you know, it's not a race of two. Mm. It's a race of six. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the bottom, the bottom four of the top eight have not been decided yet. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's the entire competition is vying for a finals position, you know, in, with the last couple of rounds to go in, in the comp. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Now, quickly, if you were to sign someone, who would be mm. your marquee signing that is essentially available for a Brisbane, second Brisbane side? Wow. Well, well, Cameron Munster's thrown his hand up, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. The great Cameron the Munster. Man. Mate, him, him loose in Brisbane might be a recipe <laughs> for disaster <laughs> or greatness. I don't know which one. Uh, I, I, look, I'll tell you what. We've seen comments through the week saying, oh, you know, I'd love to you know, reunite with Wayne Bennett and blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you what. He's learnt, he's learnt from the master at, at pumping up your price, Craig You're, Bellamy. Bellamy. <laughs> Bellamy is NRL's Bezos. I said it. I said it. It happened. <laughs> now we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the break. We're gonna go to the break. Uh, this is. Don't forget to send us a text anytime. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. This is a captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Best Sheds are up to forty percent cheaper than the competitions. Visit, visit bestsheds.com.au. Back shortly on SEN. This is the captain's run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Make sure to download the app if you haven't already or text us 0457 736 736. Now, I want to pose a question to you, Smithy, you know, being mm. a captain for of your state, your country, your your club, who yep. would you have so far this year 
or in the running as a favourite for captain of the year? Dally M, captain of the year. Oh, um, yeah, good question, mate. I think there's been some, you know, some pretty, you know, pretty good um, performances as, as far as captains go this year. But I think, well, you know, let's start off by Melbourne. Mm. Okay, they're they're on the verge of of winning twenty in a row, uh, something that a team has never done in the history of the game. So wow. um, you'd say, you know, Jesse Bromwich and Dale Finucane, they are co-captains, so they do share the role. Um, they've done a fantastic job, and you know, a second year in a row living away from home mm. and still achieving those uh, results. It's it's a huge effort, um, but you'd have to throw Teddy in there as well. Mm. You know, given given what's happened at the Roosters with you know, you know some retirements of you know key players, you know, they, uh, Jakey Friend and uh, Bordy Cordner, you know, they they were the captains of that footy club and and both retired early in the season. Um, serious injuries, injuries galore at that club, and still mm. still fighting for a top four spot. Um, Incredible. You know, uh, uh, along with his commitments in the in the state of origin with the New South Wales team, uh, you know, I think he's done a wonderful job, along with the other leaders in in that team to to manage to, you know, still be fighting for a top four spot in this competition. I, I think it's a it's a great job, um, yeah, that he has done as as the leader of that footy side. Absolutely. You, your thoughts, mate? I just think Tedesco for sure. Only obviously yeah. Melbourne Storm's incredible run. You know, will be pr- probably remembered forever when they if they break the record, but. Tedesco, yep. he's been working with. He's a, he was essentially the fourth string captain, and he's been working with half his salary cap, and they're in the top four right now. But you got any text there, mate? Uh Kempy, the, the the text line has exploded, mate. We've got a thousand texts, but I'll, I'll try and run through a couple of. Here we go. Talking about expansion, boys, would you give the new Brisbane team a bigger salary cap for the first two years? I like it. Kempe. I like it. I think you should. I, I de- like. I definitely think you should be giving them every opportunity. Mm-hmm. To have a fair, crack, well, not a fair crack, but to develop a good quality footy side. Yep. Well, you know the the AFL did it with uh, GWS and mm. the Suns. Mm. They also gave them um, high draft picks as well, just mm. to get them going. Mm. Um, you know, so some people would argue that it, it sort of backfired. I guess from the Suns' point of view, that they haven't really they played some finals early, but then haven't really sort of gone on from there. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a difficult one because you have got all the other clubs. You know, would be thinking, well, that's a little bit unfair. They'd be crying yeah. poor. Um, Campy, which player do you reckon is the NRL's rookie of the year this season? Wow. I mean, I I just think Sam Walker. He's a top four half. Mm. You know, he started off so well, all those tries, and then he, you know, he then he's the, the consistency and the physicality of first grade. He he adapted to that, and then he came on the weekend and had a try assist and a try. I think it's Sam Walker, but then after that, I would be looking at guys like Reese Walsh, Josh Schuster, Dane Laurie yep. as well. But I'd be giving it to Sam Walker. Uh, yeah, no, agree with you there. He's he's been fantastic this this season. Um, another text with Val Holmes uh, moving to centre. Could you see them potentially playing finals footy with their new recruits? Hamaso, Felt, Holmes, Hiku, Tualangi, Drinkwater, Townsend, and Dearden. It's a pretty handy backline. What are your thoughts? No, I don't. I I can't see the like. I, I mean, I can like. Of course, they absolutely any team with Tamalolo and Holmes in it, absolutely mm. can f- play finals footy. But yep. with how they've struggled this year, I think it's going to be a very tall ask to go from second last all the way up to finals footy. What about you, Smithy? Uh, well, yeah, I, I think it is. And for me, I don't know about you, but they've they've been one of the disappointments 
of 2021. Yeah, you know, given their squad, you know, their their roster, they got a they got a very good roster. Well, mm. it's a pretty handy roster, and they got some quality players. I would have thought they would have done much better than what they've done this year. I, I had them in the finals for sure. Like I had them in, mm. in the top eight, and and obviously something or well, some things haven't gone well from this year. They haven't had a lot of luck with Taumalolo, and he's had three fractured hand hand. Well, he's fractured one hand three times in one season. Mm. It's um. Yeah, it's been unfortunate, but still, like they've they've got the team there to be in the top eight at least. Mm. Um, but yeah, like that's yeah, it's I don't know. Changing one player's position does does that change an entire um, result of of a of a club's position in the top in the in the in the competition? I'm not too sure. Not too sure. Um, hey boys, breaking news! Don't know where this has come from. Hey boys, breaking news! Thoughts on George Burgess being investigated by the NRL for a road rage incident. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Is that fair dinkum? Well, it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's breaking news that he's been investigated, but we don't know anything. There's no information out. Uh, it could be a beat up. It also could be real. So I'm, I'm not sure. Um, hmm. Hopefully it is just a beat up. Hopefully he didn't do that because you'd hate for him to be, everything that St. George have gone through this year for something like this to come wow. out before that would be devastating. But uh, hmm. thoughts on, you know, the perfect person to ask Smitty. The Storm have too many good players. It's such a it's <laughs> such a headache. Yeah. They have too many good players. Yeah. You've got Pappenhusen who seems to have gotten, you know, got that fullback spot back. You've got the the cheese, the great cheese who is probably the best nine in the comp right now form wise. You've yep. got uh Harry Grant who is playing incredible when he gets an opportunity. Uh then you've got obviously the you've got Nass on the bench, you've got Kamakamika. How would you fit Hines Let's say you had everyone fit. Yep. Where would you have Hines and Papenhuis and, and Grant it's, it's, and Cheese? Well, yeah. Let Let's start it this way. Paps is number one, mm. right? He's the fullback, and he's going to be playing for me. I'd be playing him eighty minutes. Mm. Okay. He's He's the best fullback option for the Storm. Um, Brandon, he starts at nine with um, yeah Harry Grant on the bench because in these big games uh, the. The gas is going to be sucked out of the cheese. Yes, yes. <laughs> Literally. Um, and, you know, he's going to need a break at some stage. And and that combination has been so potent for Melbourne. When you put Brandon Smith on to start the match, he takes the sting out of the match. You know, he's a bigger body. Um, he's a bit more robust. So, you know, when when those, when those the big collisions are happening early on in the match, like he can he can handle that. And he, as I said, he takes the sting out of the game for Harry Grant. When Harry Grant was coming onto the field, you know, late in the first half, early second half, whichever way, you know, Craig Bellamy decided, it was it was working so well for Melbourne. Mm. Now, I know he's taken the opportunity to give Brandon a rest last week. He was a bit banged up and Harry played really well. I, I just feel that the combination of Brandon starting with Harry off the bench would be the best way forward for Melbourne. Now, the tricky thing with that is where does that leave Nico Hines? Mm. And the hardest part of it is he's been one of their standout players. Been one of the best year. in the comp. Best in the comp. And, you know, from numbers-wise particularly, like yep. he's, he's in the top, you know, five of line break assists. He's in the top five, for, I think, for try assists maybe still. Mm. Um, he scored plenty himself. His goal kicking was fantastic. So to leave him out would, would seem very unfair given, you know, the standard of, of his game this year. Mm. But there is only 17 spots. Now, does Craig Bellamy take the punt with to having one less 
big man on, on the bench when you carry Harry Grant and Nico Hines. Now, Nico Hines, he can come on and play a bit of a roving role in the middle, but, um, you know, if, if one of your big men go down, then, you, then you're a big man short. What about Nico Hines to centre, Remus Smith to the wing? Yeah, well, that, that's an option. That's definitely an option uh, for Craig, but I, I'm not sure whether he'll go that way. Mm. Um, I, I don't know how much time actually Nico Hines has spent in the centres with, yep. with the team. I'm not saying he wouldn't he wouldn't handle it, mm. but I don't think he's played very little time in that position. Um, it, so it's going to be a very <laughs> – it's a difficult decision. Oh, it's, it's a great headache to have. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it's going to be a difficult decision to make. Think back to the grand final last year, Kempi. Yeah. Nico Hines was in the 17 because Craig Mellamy took him in as, as coverage for, you know, uh, anywhere, anywhere in the back line, mm. anywhere in the back line, as well as at a pinch to play in the middle. He didn't get on the field. Wow. Wow. He didn't get on the field. Now, w- we were very fortunate that we got out to a pretty handy lead mm. and w- we had a lead for the most part of that game. But do you want to go through a final series where you're carrying someone on the bench – when there's actually not a particular role that he's going to fill, mm. do you do you do you run that risk of carrying someone that you may not even play and take the gamble of only using sixteen men? That's mm. that's the question that Craig has to answer, mate. I tell you what, it's a good question to have. That's for sure. Make sure to shoot us a text on oh four five seven seven three six. This is a captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Best Sheds are up to forty percent cheaper than the competition. Visit bestsheds.com.au. Back shortly on SEN. This is the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Million texts come in. Million. Hey, Campion to go. How was it playing against against Lockyer in his golden era, Smithy? Oh, it was fantastic. I got to play against with and against him. Yep. Um, Kempi, you played alongside him um, your entire career, pretty much. Um, yeah, oh, look, it was great. I actually played alongside Lockie when he was playing 5'8". Yeah, okay. And fullback. And wow, fullback. wow. So, you know, to see, him, to see him in his prime wearing the number one jersey, I, I made my uh, origin debut when he was playing fullback, and it was just he was so silky and yeah. classy with the way he moved across the field. I mm. just – I'd never sort of – you know, I'd just started my career, but I'd never come up against a player that moved so quickly mm. – and and just so elegantly, I know it sounds a bit funny talking about a rugby league player moving elegantly, but yep. the way he moved, I was, but I remember when I first started, right, we used to, instead of nines, it was sevens. Mm. And so they used to have a, a, a pre-season sevens tournament in Sydney. <clears throat> and I got picked in the side. This is when I could actually move a little bit. Anyway. <laughs> gracefully, yeah, elegantly. I, I, uh, we put a, no, not gracefully, no. <laughs> just uh, chugged away uh, like a big old tractor. But anyway, I, uh, I, uh, I found me, I got caught on the wing. And we're playing against the Broncos. Uh, this is down at the footy stadium. And um, he, he, they, they zinged him the ball with this big cutout because they mm. seen me out there as just this rookie <laughs> young, young fella. And, mate, he, he got the ball, put this in and away on me, and within, like, it just bang like that, he was gone. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> he just, like, stood me like stood me still and just went bang yep. right around me up the touchline and ran, like, 60 metres to score. I, I'll never forget. I'm just thinking, mate, how – we got scored on and beaten, and he looked made me look silly. But I, I was just sitting there thinking, how good is this, mate? He, he, how uh, good is this bloke? It's uh, I think people forget that he was a great running fullback for a very yeah. long, like the best in the world, the best in the world. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he was, mate. Like, he was yeah. the best. Like, that shows how good Lockyer is. And, and sometimes I feel as though, you know, sort of people don't realise how good he was. He was the best fullback in the world when he was playing fullback. And then he moved to 5'8", and he was the best 5'8 in the world. Absolutely. Not many blokes can do that. Oh, it's incredible. And that's what I think, uh, why he's one of my greatest ever, is because you could argue that he's the greatest ever fullback and the greatest ever 5'8". And that's yep. why he's like, the ability to do that is, um, you know, incredible. But we've got more, more text here. Uh Beacon Smithy, will the bunker ever stop trying to rob Brisbane Broncos of a win? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I said that in on my burner. <laughs> That's from um, Kenan Demp. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, oh, dear. What do, uh, no comment. We'll move on. Move on. What do you personally think the West Tigers need to fix uh, so they have a chance at finals this season? Well, look, mate, I don't know. Did, did you see the game on the weekend? I did. Did you did you watch the game against Cronulla? No, I did. They, I did. they were they the, their defence in particular. They, they just looked like they just didn't want to be there. It was bizarre. They were making line breaks left, right, and centre. Like outside backs were running through their middle forwards, like mm. on the like they were on the halfway line, just running through them, just like willy nilly. Yeah, it was, was quite, like thick boys, like nothing personal. Like just like you got boys, you got to aim up. You got to fix your attitude. Mm. Like mm. footy, footy is about wanting to be there and and like being hungry to like to make a difference. There's no energy. Like be, there was no yeah, energy. Don't be, don't, like don't be satisfied with getting a jersey on the weekend. Like getting thrown a jersey to be in the top seventeen on the weekend. Like you got to aim up, boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, number one, that's for me. Like just yeah, have a bit of like show show something when you get that jersey and get out on the field that you you want to win for your team and for your members and your fans. Well, I say it every week with the Broncos. The reason why it's it was so hard to watch them lose last year is there were games where you saw that where they didn't have any energy and it was like yeah. that hurts. But when I see the boys get beaten but they've been having a dig all day, I don't mind losing. Like that's I, right. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't mind it. Yeah, you're right, mate. Like every, like we all want to win. Okay, yep. like and and fan like if you support someone like you want to see them play well and and have victories more often than not. Like we all hate losing. There's no doubt about that. But as long as, as long as your team has a go, like Payne Haas for example, mate, they haven't been winning too many games over the last two years. But that bloke, oh. every time you watch him play, mate, he is busting his backside mm. to do everything he can to win a, to win a game of footy for his team. Oh mate, he, he if is... everyone turns up and has that same attitude, then yep. they're going to win more games than they're not. And I think that we're starting to see the crop respond to Haas. I actually think that with the Broncos side, he is being he is developed into a kind of spiritual leader where the crew that's there now has kind of come mm. through under him. Whereas when you, when they had a mix of like some older guys and some young guys, it was very hard to distinguish who is our leader. Whereas I think mm. it's very clear now, Haas is that board pack at least leader. Oh, of course, mate, and that come that comes with maturity and time and experience, and mm. you know, he's now been involved with the Origin, you know, team or at least in that in that squad for what the last two three years. Yep. So you know he's he's taken that confidence and that that you know leadership back to club clubland, mm. and now you can see it starting to filter through that entire group, and and you've seen like their their performances over the last you know two to three weeks have been. 
much a better. Huge improvement. Oh, huge man. improvement over what we've seen for the past, you know, season and a half. Well, they just they look like the Broncos. They're battling. They're battling yeah. to the death. You know, a rooster yep. side that's currently in the top four, yeah, outside right. of tough outside of a tough call, we win that match. Which I'm mm. you know, so very I'm very proud of the boys over the last few weeks. They're gonna win by fifteen plus this weekend, which is gonna be great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 um, but just now, on to recruitment. Jaden Campbell, he has just been re-signed till 2024 from for the mm-hmm. Titans. Yes. I, I said earlier in the week on my podcast, he, yes. in my opinion, was one of the hottest properties on the market. First yep. of all, do you think it is a good signing for the Titans? And then second of all, how do you think they manage Brimo with him? Yeah, well, it's a great signing for the Titans. Mm. Um, and, you know, clearly there's a lot of uh, sentiment there with his dad having mm. played at the club. And being a yeah, you know, he's a he's a club legend at the Titans, and yeah, you know, just looking at his perform, I, I called the game last week, the Storm Titans, and his performance against who is the the team that's leading the competition was was great. Like he was one of the best players on the field. Yeah, the thing that I was most impressed about him was like he moves great, he's fast, he's agile, he's got great feet, and blah. blah. The way he competed mm. for the football was the thing that impressed me the most. Now, like he was there and he was there in defence, trying his heart out and you know this and that. But the way when 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 the ball was there to be won, and he wanted to, you know, change the momentum or change the game, swing it the Titans' way. The man that was there was 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 Campbell. Mm. Every time, and he's a young. Well, he's made his debut against uh, the Storm and played extremely well. He played against them. He got the call up. Played against them the other night and played extremely well. Like he should take a lot of confidence out of that playing two great games of footy against, you know, who many regard as the best team in the comp. Like, he should take a lot of confidence out of that and take it into the next, you know, few years. Oh, absolutely. And for, for people listening, why it's so important that you see a rookie play good against a, the best side, you know, from my own experience, it felt different playing the Storm. You know, if you could get a half break, it was much different to getting a half break against a lower tier side. So if you can shine against... A, a storm side that defensively is, you know, the best in the comp or the second yeah. best in the comp, uh, you can shine against anyone. And I think that was the most impressive thing about Jaden Campbell is he's shining against a team that is on a 20 or 19 win streak. So yeah. if he can if he can do that against the bet, like they're, they're, I can't express to you guys enough, there is a genuine different feeling when you play the Melbourne Storm. The contact's different. The wrestle's different. The, the gaps are smaller. That they tie in better. Uh, there's no there's the inches where you can find inches and against other teams you don't find them against the storm. So for Campbell to do that um, is incredible. Yeah, it's just incredible. Just, Such a good signing. Campy, just a, a quick one for the listeners. Uh, going on of what you just said about there, you know, playing for the storm, playing against the storm, and preparing to play the storm. What was what was your attitude like? Say when you come up against a team that weren't travelling so well, like was it harder to get up for those games, or were you more confident because of you know playing against a team like the Storm when you played well? Oh man, that's a tough one. You know, because it, it was it was as a winger, yep. it's actually it's it, it's more of a fun experience against the teams that are struggling because, <laughs> and that's no There's disrespect. More opportunities. There's more opportunities. Yeah, but against the Melbourne against the Melbourne Storm and the Roosters at the time. It was this kind of pressure cooker feeling of something great may happen. You know, we played mm. the Roosters before we played you in that 2008 mm. series. It's one of the mm. craziest games I've ever played. And then obviously mm. we played you guys. There was this kind of pressure. Like you could yeah. feel it. You could feel yeah. it on you. Whereas when you played against bottom eight sides, 
it was more, oh, this is footy. Like, I love footy. You know what I mean? I'm going to play footy. <laughs> yeah, I get it, mate. Um, yeah. And so for Jaden Campbell to do that, not once, but twice in his debut year, very, very impressive. Uh, now, we are going to go to a break. Uh, don't forget to join the conversation, 0457 736 736. This is a captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Best Sheds are up to 40% cheaper than the competition. Visit bestsheds.com.au. I'll see you after the break. This is the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN. Time for an odds update. Top Sport, giving you top dollar for everything NRL. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, as usual, guys, if you're sitting there in your car, you're at work, you're not feeling too good. And you think, I need someone to make me feel good. Well, there's a man that can make you feel good. It's Tristan from Top Sport, mate. How are Tristan! you going, buddy? Very good. Can be very good, Smithy. How's things are going? <laughs> mate, good now. Very good now. All right. Going good. What's happening? Very What's good. happening? No, no, not much. Just getting excited. The footy finals aren't far away. The AFL mm. finals this weekend. So we've got a big weekend of uh, sport coming up. So, yeah, as always, uh, always very happy to chat to you guys and run through a few of those and a bit of the racing prices later on. So... Sounds good. Firstly, firstly, mate, yeah, yeah, your tip got up again last week. Talk to us about that, please. Yeah, a broken clock is right twice a day, so we got something going. Um, Fourteen hundred and fifty, we got in the kitty now for uh, yes. for our charity account, which we'll work out at the end of the season. So, yes, yeah, very happy to get one up and going, mate. We are absolutely killing. It. And just quietly before we move on. Um, I know you don't count Broncos and Warriors as NRL teams, but the Kemp Cup was actually a fantastic game on the weekend. Some, some say that it was the best game match of the round. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I've got to be honest, Kempy, I was sitting there watching. I had a couple of bloke in, uh, bloke, bloke beers. I was sitting there and enjoying them very, uh, very responsibly. And I, I did enjoy the game myself. I thought it was high quality. It was, uh, yeah, brought me back to the day when you were running around out there and scoring tries to So very enjoyable. Mate, uh, the Knights versus Titans. Speak to me. What, what, what are the what's the market looking like for the Knights versus the Titans? Yeah, I can't wait for this game tomorrow night. It's a dollar ninety six Newcastle, a dollar eighty seven the Titans. They have been backed off the map. The Titans. They've been two dollars oh five into one eighty seven. I think they'd probably start shorter. I just think they're playing pretty well. Like you probably saw it first hand, Smithy. Yeah, they took on the uh, the Storm there last Thursday and and, and mm. challenged them up up until midway through the second half. The Knights have been winning, but I mm. think maybe their form line hasn't been as impressive. So the Titans need to win this game to give themselves a shot at the eight. So $1.87 for the Titans, a minus one and a half, one ninety five. I think it's massive value there if you want to back the Gold Coast team. What are you, what are you thinking, yeah. Smithy? What are you thinking here? Yeah, look, I've, I've spoken. Well, the Knights, are, they've all, they're almost home, okay, in, in the top eight. But the Titans have got plenty to play for. And we've yeah. seen that last week in the early stages of the match. They, they just couldn't sustain... Uh, the intensity that they started against the Storm and very much a, a different prospect, uh, Newcastle. I'm actually thinking the Titans might get up on this one. It's, I, a, mate, it's good value. Totally agree. And I also think that uh, the Titans, outside of a few errors that released pressure for the Storm, if they had have not made those errors, I think it would have been a much closer... Not the Storm yeah. sort of would have won, but it would have been a much closer game. Now, uh, Tristo, what about the Premiership market? Premiership market, yeah. So with Penrith bouncing back to a bit of form and uh, showing their dominance in that last 20 minutes against South, that firmed up quite a bit. They were $4 before that game. They're into $3.20 second favourite. Melbourne's still wow. short. They're, they're $2.30, but they've drifted out from two ten out to two thirty. 
Mm. Uh, the Bunnies are six dollars, Manly nine, and the Warriors down there at a thousand to one. Still some mathematics though. Manly, I'm liking Manly's value there. Nine bucks, Tommy Trevojevich. Yeah, and, and they've been on a run, and obviously he's had that week off, so he's back. They've got, they've got the Bulldogs this weekend, so you'd expect them to win. They're all eyes for Manly fans will be on the Roosters-Rabbits game, where yeah. if the Roosters win, they, they probably lock up that top four, but they are big underdogs there. If Manly can uh, get into that top four, they certainly give themselves a almost a free hidden week, one of those finals, to get themselves into a good position for the for the run home. What about what aren't the, what are the Roosters paying? It's something pretty surprising in the sense that because it's the Roosters they're in the top four, what are they paying to beat the Rabbitohs? To beat the Rabbitohs, they are four dollars. So it's four dollars wow. the Roosters, a dollar twenty six the Rabbitohs. And there's talk that there might be a couple of players, you know, doubtful for the Rabbits. So if you think the Roosters are a chance of being gutsy all year, obviously down on troops, but this is their big game. If they can, you know, if, if Teddy can have a blinder and and if, if maybe a couple of those Rabbitohs don't don't front up, then yeah, four dollars plus twelve and a half as well if you think it's going to be tight. And what about the racing, mate? Where we picked a winner last week. Did we pick a winner? Yeah. Yeah, we did get the winner. We got the cow spur up. So we're going to go another another race here. In the last race at Sandown, I'm going to go back to the same track. Number 14, Aidensfield. It's been well back. It's barrier 19. So it's going to... Craig Williams has got his work cut out for him to get the horse across. But $7 into 370. We're going to pop 200 on the nose, top fluctuation. Oof. And we'll see if, uh, if Mr. Williams can get a result. If... if if the horse gets in, it's the best horse in the race by some margin, but it's just got to get a little bit of luck and running. He's a magician, Willow. Mate, surely. He's a, he's he a is, great though. horseman. He knows, he knows those Victorian tracks. He rides them well. He, he gets something done for us here, I reckon. I think so. so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pop that on and then we'll yeah, hopefully get the balance up over 2000 by the time we're chatting next week. All right, well, I'm, I'm not going to uh, beat around the bush. I don't know anything about horse racing, so I agree with everything that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> We're on par then. <laughs> so do what they said, boys, but make sure to gamble responsibly and with top sport, of course. Thanks, Tristan. As always, it's a pleasure to hear your beautiful voice on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. I'll see you next week, buddy. Thanks, Tristo. Have a good day, guys. See ya. Bye. Whether it's same-game multi or head-to-head betting, top sport gives you top dollar for everything NRL. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, we'll quickly read some text, and mm. then we'll get into a preview. Uh, hey, gentlemen, what do you think about players getting the jab or jab no play? I am not going to talk about that. I am not going to go into that <laughs> weed of disaster. <laughs> I'm staying away too. Wow, wow, wow. Very political. Um, g'day, boys. Just wanting your opinion on Justin Holbrook should do to unlock David for Fuida. We all know last week it was a bit frustrating yep. to watch. Mm. What do you think, Well, Smitty? Well, mate, six runs. So sorry, seven runs for sixty-one meters. Mm, yeah, like that's just not an. And, and I spoke about um, this on Vossi's show, I think, earlier on Monday morning about um, my player of the round that needs to lift. It, it's Fafita for sure. Mm. It's Fafita, and and not t- take the take the big signing news story and salary or take that out of it. He is he is one of the leaders in that footy club. Now they are a team searching for an opportunity to play finals this year. Yep. If they are any chance of playing finals, he needs to come up with two massive performances in these last two rounds. Mm. Big performance. And both games, like let's be realistic, they are they are games that they sh- that they are should win. Yeah. And and can win. Absolutely. If they play well, but there's a there's a huge importance on Fafita's role that he plays in those two. Yeah, I agree. You know, like I, I don't think it's there's it's a mixture of two things. They've swapped their halves so many times. It is very hard for that connection and that that edge back rower to connect. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think yes, Fafita is young, but he needs to go. You know what? I am the guy. I'm the guy. So he needs his hands on That's the ball right. as much as possible. Because if 
if he's not going to do it, then they actually mm. don't have the the players to do it. Yeah. Um, so I totally agree with you, mate. He needs to step up, have a big one. Uh, now onto the the the. Oh, now we got one minute. We got one minute, Smithy. Knights one minute. Nice versus Titans. Who you got? We always run out of time on this show. <laughs> Seriously, we've got way too much to talk about. Way too many texts, but it's great. Thank you, listeners. Uh, Titans. I'm thinking Titans. Come on, Fafita. Come on, mate. I'm going Titans. Lift Warriors Raiders. Uh, I'm going to say the. Uh, I'm going to say Warriors. I'm going Raiders. Roosters Rabbitohs. Um, I'm thinking the Rabbitohs. I am going to go Roosters for the upset. Uh, Dragons, Cowboys. Oh, goodness me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Cowboys because they're playing in Rockhampton, so they just they need to lift for the you know the, the people in central to north Queensland. <sighs> Mate, I'll just go Cowboys too. Uh, Sharkies, Broncos. This will be a big game. Like This is a huge game for the Sharks. Yeah, yeah. But the way the Bronx are playing at the moment, mate, I don't know. Like um, Mulatalo ruled out, broken jaw. Mm. I'm going to go to the Broncos. I just want to apologise to Sharkies fans. We're going to end your finals hopes. Broncos 15 plus. Uh, Storm versus Eels. Melbourne Storm. Uh, yes, definitely. Storm, Manly versus Bulldogs. Manly. Uh, Penrith, Tigers. And Penrith. Thank you for listening to The Captain's Run. We will see you next week. This is The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith on SEN.